Hey, I'm Savannah. And I'm Adi, and we're the Polidos. We're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we're still talking about the Enneagram test. It's a little echoey in here. It is. Here's Sorry about that. Yeah, we uh, cleaned out our... Well, I shouldn't say we. Adi cleaned... <laughs> hey, don't give me that look. Adi cleaned out our room... And literally cleaned it out. So there is not very much in here. It's literally just the bed, the dresser, the nightstands, and an air purifier. That's all that's in here right now. Yeah. So it's a little empty and yeah. echoey, but, but, thankfully but it's the, clean. Yeah, but thankfully the, the whole episode is not really going to be like this because we already recorded the big chunk of it. That's my phone. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's just going to be the intro, the pretty much kind of the outro-ish Yeah. Part. So most of the episode will not be this <laughs> echoey, but anyway, yeah. it is what it is. So, oh yeah, I was supposed to come up with something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have any intro stuff, so today is the day that we don't really have anything to talk about. Listen, the truth is that we're trying to finish this <laughs> so that we can go get ice cream before Cold Stone closes. Yes, they close in like 40 minutes. So, yeah. Priorities. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to talk about just like kind of the um, your thoughts about after hearing that part, little, little part that I included in last week's episode from like two years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. I know, because when we recorded last week... We hadn't listened back to it. Yeah, and I recorded that. I believe the date was like September something of 2019. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. That was before we became, be, we became parents, like right before, actually. Yeah. A couple months before. Right before. Wow. We had only been married for a year. Mm-hmm. Not even a year yet. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, I think that it's just funny. We were just like... Just more awkward, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm sure if we went back and listened to our first several episodes of the podcast that we did publish, it would also yeah. sound a little... Why is my mic falling? It would also sound a little um, more awkward than now. Oh, yeah. Which is normal. But yeah, I think with that one, we weren't super confident in the topic. And then we yeah. weren't super confident in like just talking to each other on the podcast. So... Uh, yeah, it wasn't terrible no, by any means, but it was just, you could just tell that we were not comfortable. Yeah. I think at one point, I'm not sure if I included it in the last week's episode, but you were, you were saying like, okay, well, no talking. Let's do the Enneagram test. Oh yeah. I think. And try not to talk. <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't talk through the whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Which that was an interesting tactic that we were just we were each just like silently doing the test and then just commenting on it yeah sometimes so yeah interesting but yeah i would say we've come a long way yeah yeah but going back to how this whole room is pretty much like clean and empty yeah i had to clean the nooks and crannies literally the walls the ceiling everything yeah and it took several hours, but I did it, and I'm physically tired, but I did it. It looks amazing, yeah. and it smells amazing, and it feels amazing. So, yeah, yes. The key thing is it smells good, so that's why I cleaned everything. It was because it was giving us some bad um, smells. Yeah. I think owners. it's a combination of, like, something that was in here before, and also it just being, like, an older house. Yeah. There's kind of, like, a musty smell. Yeah. And so that combination was just, like, it just wasn't great. Yeah, And so it's clean and I have a feeling that the smell might come back a little bit. It might take a few times of like cleaning it and then just over time of like more airflow and stuff. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah. How I pretty much like did this was uh, with hot water and vinegar. Yeah. Um, that's how you, that's what you use to clean the walls and the ceilings and yeah. everything to um, get rid of the smell. Yeah. Uh, something about how water mixed in with vinegar makes the smell go away, uh-huh. like kills it. Interesting. Um, also, along with that, we also have charcoal bags hung on each wall yeah. of the room. If those have been there for like a week now, right? Maybe a little less than a week. but And I do think that they help. Like I did notice an improvement after they were here for a couple of days. Yeah. I didn't 
completely solve it, which I wasn't expecting it to. But right. I do think it helped. But that's what you want to do is get some charcoal and it will absorb the the nasty smells and yeah i hung some in the closets in the pantry and all that stuff and uh, i could totally make, smell a difference yeah so i think that's the way to go if you want to like have like a natural um way to remove smells that is charcoal vinegar among other stuff so <laughs> yeah it's a little that's a little fun tip for you <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty much the big update and the all the stuff we have. <laughs> the big update is that we just want ice cream, so we're not going to talk about anything else right now. No, we want ice cream. But uh, let's just get to the chase and let's get down to the nitty-gritty. So enjoy some uh, better quality, better audio, better quality, better quality audio, better quality what is happening? conversations in three, two, one. Oh, yeah. All right. My turn. Yeah. So now let's do you. Are you ready? Yeah, we'll do the same thing. Negative one, negative two, zero, one, two. I strive for perfection. It's already a difficult question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just hard because in some ways, completely, and in other ways, not that much. I guess two. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I work hard to be helpful to others. Two. It's important to me that other people like me. Two. Whoa, that was fast. It's important to me to achieve great things. To achieve great things? Mm-hmm. Um, negative one. Wow. I make more significant contributions than the average person. <sighs> negative one. I feel my emotions very deeply. What were you thinking, by the way? When? Uh, about that question, because I was thinking about money. Oh, about you? I don't know. Just thinking about, like, just, like, accomplishing things and also, like, doing good in the world, I guess. Mm, nice. Oh, yeah. I feel my emotions very deeply. Yeah. Two. Is there a three? <laughs> I have a sense that other people will never truly understand me. They don't know me like that. See, I used to feel this way so strongly, but uh, uh, one, I guess. Wow. I think deeply about things. Why did you laugh? Sorry, I was just struggling with your aunt, your hesitate or whatever. <laughs> oh. Um, I think deeply about things. Do I think deeply about things? Uh, <laughs> in a way, I mean... It's different than overthinking, but yeah. I do overthink. Deeply. So what, you think now? I don't think so. You don't think I think deeply about things? No. Oh, that's insulting. You're, you overthink. Yeah, isn't that, that's like a form of thinking deeply, isn't it? I guess. I'll just be quiet. <laughs> I think deeply about things. I think just like, no, not really. Negative one. I am prepared for any disaster. Negative one. It's important to me to avoid pain and suffering at all times. One. I seek out experiences that I know will make me feel happy or excited. I find that question odd. I found it odd when I was reading it to you, <laughs> and I find it odd now. Yeah. That I know will make me happy and excited. Mm-hmm. It's the word excited that seems so weird to me like it doesn't ring true so i guess i'm gonna say negative one. Oh, what you seek out experiences that i know will make me feel happy or excited okay I, that just doesn't ring true all right i see the positive in every situation <laughs> negative, negative two, two. <laughs> <Whoa>. sorry <laughs> people's eardrums there. yeah i'm not afraid to tell someone when i think they are wrong Theoretically, I would love to tell every person who I think is wrong. To tell someone, though, says. It doesn't come super easily to me, but I will do it. So I'll say, I'm not afraid. So I'll say one. That was my answer for you, too. Thank you. I let other people make the decisions. Two. Wow. Moving up to step two out of seven. I appreciate having rules that people are expected to follow. Two. Yeah. I am concerned about security more than anything else. One. Oh. 
I am always trying to be a better person. Zero. Oh. I check carefully for mistakes and errors. Two. Were yeah. you, you were like nodding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be around people who I can help. One. I like to feel that I am an important person in my social groups. I mean, like to? Yeah. I never really do, though. So it's not like something that's super important to me. Uh, neutral. I was going to put neutral for you, too. Whoa. Yeah. That's weird. It is important to me to be successful. Negative one. The organizations that I belong to will not function well without me. <laughs> so I was talking about with the whole, literally just like a week ago, I was telling people about my job. I've made myself indispensable. <laughs> so I guess one, because that's obviously, I was obviously being overdramatic. Yeah. But I will say one. Eventually we'll get to it too. Yeah. <laughs> I often feel overtaken by my by my emotions. Two. I have always felt different from other people. Again, when I was younger, yes, definitely. The old Savannah. <laughs> so, not always, but I, w I guess one? A one? Because like a little bit. Yeah. I like to analyze things from every angle. Acute angles. <laughs> Obtuse angles. Obtuse. Um, Where my obtuse at? Not really. Let's say a negative one. Okay. I always have a plan for what I will do if things go wrong. No, I just worry about it, but I don't have a plan. So neg <laughs> negative one. Negative one. I avoid situations that bring me negative feelings. One. I seek excitement. Negative one. What? Really? Says a person that like booked tickets to Disneyland. I knew you were going to say Disneyland, but in general, <laughs> I don't. Oh like my that's gosh. not. You wouldn't describe me as like, oh yeah, Savannah. She just loves doing like crazy that things. That is very true. Yeah. You don't do plans. The plans do you. <laughs> what? I'm good at seeing the bright side of things when others complain. Negative two. <laughs> you, you join them, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. Actually, I guess. Okay. I kind of already had my answer when i just heard like see the bright side but when others complain actually sometimes i can see the bright side more when other people are oh. complaining it's like well actually yeah so but i i still don't think i'm great at it so let's say just let's just say neutral you changed it from negative two to neutral wow <laughs> i felt like i uh, had something to do with that not really i'm sorry i don't hesitate to call people out when they are behaving badly see i do hesitate so i'll say negative one but i will do it <laughs> i go along with what other people want yeah two a two people should follow the rules instead of doing what they feel like doing see i, I think i am a rule follower but in my heart i kind of don't want to be sometimes i'm like wait am i but i guess i am so i'll say two i guess two. i seek out relationships that offer me some type of protection oh 100 <laughs> yeah <laughs> two okay average people often find me a bit weird <laughs> definitely not <laughs> negative two negative two i like to do you're actually very normal which <sighs> there's so many things i can say but what to me no no just uh, like like i used to really identify as like you know like the myers-briggs thing with being an infp like mm -hmm. i really thought of myself as like misunderstood mm -hmm. and like very individual you know like nobody can understand me yeah and stuff like that and so it is funny that but I also always had the feeling that nobody thought I was very interesting. Yeah. But it's because I felt like nobody understood me. Yeah. Like, for who I really was. Uh-huh. So, I do still believe that there is, like, a part of me that it's, like, nobody will really understand. Yeah. But then at the same time, like, I don't seem interesting. It's weird. It's a weird, mm -hmm. like, a juxtaposition. Yeah. Anyway. I like you, though. Thank you. You're welcome. I like do you think I'm interesting, though? Of course. Okay. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. See, that's my ride or die. Okay. Okay. Out. Stop. I like to do things as well. <laughs> I want people to admire me. Yeah. One. Oh, 
I've never really admitted that before. Yeah, I was going to say negative one. I didn't know that about you. I didn't know it about myself either. <laughs> then when you said it, I was like, We're yeah, learning. Actually, yeah. Okay. I want to achieve a lot in my life. Negative one. Wow. You and I are different. If I am honest, I feel like I am a bit better than other people. <laughs> this question. <laughs> a bit better than other people. If I'm honest. I don't think so. But then I'm like, do I? This is I? a no judgment circle. Do I think I'm a bit better than other people? Does I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. No? Negative one. Negative one. It's important to me to be prepared for any emergency. Uh, kind of, right? A little bit. Maybe. One? One, yeah. I distract myself from any sad feelings that arise. I try. It doesn't work. <laughs> so, I guess. Try juggling. Actually, okay, so I distract myself. Uh, see, that's not really... I guess it's kind of more of a no because I can't really. Yeah. Because you're just stuck in that, like, moment. Yeah. So I guess yeah. no. Yeah. So what? <laughs> oh, negative one. Okay. I often make changes in my life when things get boring. Boring. <sighs> I mean, a tiny bit. Like, maybe I'll try a different type of coffee or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's not what they're referring to. Um, I'm going to say negative one. Okay. I tend to be more optimistic than most people. Negative two. <laughs> I tell people I tell people what I think even if it's hard to hear. 1. I would rather follow the group than push for what I want. 100%. 2. 2. I feel most comfortable in organizations with a clear hierarchy. Okay, so when I was reading this question to you, I was like, I do actually. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's very clear like you would want to know what's up and then literally you know <laughs> yeah so i'll say one <laughs> yeah i take measures to protect myself and my loved ones from harm one yeah <laughs> i make <Correct. laughs> i often feel like an outsider okay so here we go whoa what maybe that's the thing it's not that i'm this like quirky unusual person but maybe it's more that i feel like an outsider yeah yeah that's true yeah, I think one. One? Okay. I'm always up for a new adventure. Neutral. I was going to put neutral. <laughs> I believe that things usually work out for the best. Negative one. Negative one. Well, I do kind of believe that, but in individual situations, I tend to not. So maybe neutral? Neutral? Okay. I stand up for what I believe in, even if it upsets other people. A little bit mm, neutral. Okay. I'll let other people take the lead. Two. Two. I dislike people who disrupt things by breaking the rules. One. One. I make alliances with people who can help me stay safe and secure. That one's so interesting to me. Similar to the other one about like, I form relationships that like keep me secure or something like that. Because... Yeah. Theoretically, yeah, but I can't really, like, I'm just trying to, I can't think of a ton of examples of it in my life. Yeah. But theoretically, I think, read it again. I make alliances with people who can help me stay safe and secure. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know either. I guess say neutral on that. Okay. I don't know. I am often looking ahead toward what is coming next. Often looking ahead toward what is coming next yeah i feel like it's a no like it's a no for me dog uh-huh <laughs> negative one negative one okay i have different interests than most people negative one negative one it wait oh yeah negative one okay the traditional way of doing things is the best way the good old-fashioned way neutral neutral i feel i never truly belong in social groups one I want to Actually, learn... Actually, two. Oh, wow, wow. I want to learn as much as I can about how the world works. Negative one. It's important for me to understand what can go wrong in a, in a situation. 
Negative one. Negative one. It takes steps to ensure I don't feel sad or lonely. Negative one. Trying new things keeps life interesting. One. That's very true. Other people have stronger opinions than I do. One. It's not, it's not the case for everybody. Like, there's always one. <laughs> there's always someone. Bigger. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> Everyone has a role to play in society and a duty to do their best. I don't like the whole do your best mentality. So I'm just going to say neutral on that. Do your best and forget the rest. I'm an average person with ordinary with ordinary likes and dislikes. I do think I have ordinary dislikes and dislikes, but I wouldn't necessarily call myself an average person. That feels harsh. <laughs> so I'll say neutral. Neutral, man. I try new ways of doing things just to see if they will work. Negative one. Negative one. I have a great deal of willpower. Negative one. Negative one. And last question. Self-improvement is a major interest of mine. Negative one. Negative one. Now the love languages survey. Imagine you are in your ideal relationship. What does your partner do to make you feel loved? Check all that apply. Finds fun things for us to do together. Yes. Gives me thoughtful advice. No. Encourages me to treat myself. Yes. Runs errands for me. Yes. Looks after our children or other family members. Yes. Wow. Supports me when I am feeling down. Yes. Is happy to just spend time with me. E- yes. You're saying yes to everything. I'm sorry. Not everything. Shares their... <laughs> share their... <laughs> shares their... Their worry. <laughs> Are you laughing at the one I said no to? I'm laughing that there's just literally one that you haven't <laughs> said yes to. Gives me thoughtful advice. <laughs> that does not make me feel loved. That's true. I love giving <laughs> advice to people, but when it comes to you, you just won't take it. And then you need to have it, someone else tell you the same thing no. in order for you to receive that. But, and be like, yeah, but that's it doesn't true. make me feel loved when someone else says it necessarily. No, but you just like receive that advice and I'm just like, hey, I literally was saying the same thing. <laughs> okay, shares their worries and fears. No. Values my opinion on things. Sure. <laughs> what? What? I don't know. <laughs> Careful with the. I know. I know. Okay. Compliments. Last question. Com- well, last statement. Compliments me on my appearance. Yes. Wow. It's easy to make me feel loved. So easy. <laughs> Just don't give me advice. Yeah, they'll give you advice. There we go. Okay, get my results. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, I have a guess. You do? Yeah. Are you ready? Do you want me to tell you my guess or no? Uh, Yes. So I've taken this two times before. Wait, you have? I think you have too. I did. I did, yeah, but I don't remember that. So I think that I've taken it two different times and got two different results. Yeah. I think I got a four and then a one. A four and then a one? And I'm pretty sure... If I had to guess, I think I'm a one. Why would you say that? It's the perfectionist. And I just, there's things I've heard about it that make me, that really ring true. Wow. Well, my friend. (laughs) What? You're not a one. Oh. You're a nine. A nine? Yeah. I've never even heard of a nine. (laughs) Nines Nines are defined by... by a desire to live in peaceful harmony with their environment. Interesting. They want a sense of balance and calm and aspire to a kind of homostasis where nothing disturbs their inner peace. Ah. They tend to be easygoing and accepting of what is happening around them. Interesting. So type nine is, quote unquote, the peacemaker. Huh. Which I'm not sure if you are. I don't know. Okay, hang on. I need to read about we it. We but... were both mistyped. Okay, not necessarily. Hang on. Okay, so it says, Nines are defined by their desire to maintain a sense of inner peace and harmony and to avoid conflict or other emotional disturbances. They're typically agreeable, calm, and easy to be around. Nines rarely rock the boat, but they can be stubborn. While they typically go with the flow, they dislike being controlled and will respond with passive resistance if pushed too far. 
So here's the thing. That's true. Listen to the deepest fear. Go ahead. And tell me that this was not written about me. It says nines fear being too needy and thus pushing people away. <gasps> That's you. <laughs> That's so you. They cope with this fear by submitting to the desires and agendas of the people around them, being agreeable in order to be included. Mm-hmm. And the core motivations, nines are motivated by their need for peace and harmony in their environment and the desires to avoid conflict and deal with unpleasant emotions. Oh. So here's the key personality traits of the nine. Okay, calm, collected demeanor. Uh-huh. Ability to diffuse conflict with ease. Yeah. I don't know about that. Probably not. Zen-like presence. Mm. Mm. Sometimes. Mellow and soothing voice. Yeah. Wide circle of acquaintances. No. I was going to say, you may be. Generally liked by most people. Maybe. I think so. Fluid, slow movements and gestures. Fluid, slow movements. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, maybe. Um, let's huh. see. Interesting. It says, um, less healthy nines can show up as apathetic, overly passive, and highly self-critical. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. I think you might be a nine. I don't know. Like, there's some things that definitely ring true, but there's other things that don't. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I think that I need to, like, read about it more. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And about the other types that I scored high in. Okay. So let's take another break, and then <laughs> we will um, fully just confirm on a tie for Savannah, and then give our final thoughts about this whole adventure. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, well, welcome back. And there's that's there's a train. The train. <laughs> well, uh, I thought that was a really fun um, discussion. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. It's been a few days. It has. Been. And I did a little bit of research. Uh-huh. But spoiler alert, I'll just tell you right now that I'm still not sure <clears throat> about my type. Really? So let me tell you what I've learned. Okay. First of all, I went to a different site. Oh, you did? I went to the Enneagram Institute. Okay. And I... Is that like a university? <laughs> yeah, actually, I've been away at school for several months now. <laughs> Came back so quickly. Yeah. No, I've been... Uh, it's a website, obviously. And any, or it's just called EnneagramInstitute.com. Uh-huh. So again, on the pie chart, the biggest... Uh, slice of pie was for the n- the nine. Oh, okay. And when I was reading nine on the website we were on the other day, it did not really ring true. Okay, and that is the what? Um, well, it, it's different on different sites. Oh, okay. On the one we were on, it's called oh, it's called the Peacemaker. Oh, okay. And it's actually called the Peacemaker on both. So never mind. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. So when I was reading about it on. Enneagram Institute. I still don't think that I'm a nine, but there were more things that ring true about it. Yeah. So basically nines have a desire for like inner peace. And so the basic desire is to have inner stability and peace of mind, Uh which that does ring true. Yeah. And the basic fear is loss and separation. And that also rings true. Okay. So there are certain things about the nine that, like, like I said, that, that do ring true. But also, like, at the very beginning, it describes them as easygoing, self-effacing, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. Mm -hmm. And those are not really words that I would use to describe myself. Right, yeah. Um, And that just doesn't really sound... Like you. No. So there's elements of it. A little bit. But I don't think so. Yeah. So I was looking at another piece of the pie chart that was very large is the six and that might be like the second highest on mine i can't really tell because i just have the picture here's the thing Mm -hmm. when i looked at the six on the website we were on before truity yeah it describes the six as the skeptic and Mm. when i was reading the description it did not ring true oh really at all however when i looked at it on enneagram institute it does what so let me let me read you a little bit of it from the 
Enneagram Institute. So first of all, they call the six the loyalist. Ah. And it says the committed, security-oriented type, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the basic fear is being without support and guidance. That rings true. Yeah. The basic desire is to have security and support. Mm-hmm. That rings true. <laughs> so the key motivations want to have security to feel supported by others, to have certitude and reassurance, to test the attitudes of others toward them, to fight against anxiety and insecurity. That's true. So it says um, sixes are the most loyal to their friends and to their beliefs. They will go down with the ship and hang on to relationships of all kinds far longer than most types. Sixes are also loyal to ideas, systems, and beliefs, even to the belief that all ideas or authorities should be questioned. Yeah. It says sixes come to believe that they do not possess the internal resources to handle life's life's challenges alone, Mm -hmm. and so increasingly rely on structures, allies, beliefs, and supports outside themselves for guidance to survive. Yeah. They have the most trouble contacting their own inner guidance. As a result, they do not have confidence in their own minds and judgments. That's that's 100% you. Yeah. Okay, last thing that I wanted to point out about the type six. Uh-huh. Because this is basically the one that I am leaning towards. Yeah, it sounds like you. It does. It's so weird, It's weird that the other website... Says some it didn't sound, other stuff. You should read that one because it didn't sound at all like me. Yeah. It's weird. But I also read on a different website about sixes and it sounds very similar. Okay. Okay. So it might just be that one was a weird description. Yeah. And a six is the loyalist, right? Yeah. Okay. So I thought this part was super interesting. Um, it says that no matter what we say about sixes, the opposite is often also as true. They're both strong and weak fearful and courageous, trusting and distrusting, defenders and provokers, sweet (laughs) and sour, aggressive and passive, bullies and weaklings. And it goes on, but I feel like (laughs) that really describes me in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting. And Mm -hmm. I was reading more about it on another website and it's very similar, like about the being really loyal to people and ideas that make them feel safe. Mm-hmm. And that's like the main thing is like the seeking security. Yeah. But feeling like it has to come from outside of themselves. Mm-hmm. So there's also some really interesting things about like the relationship of sixes with authority figures. Mm-hmm. It talked about like their relationship to authority figures as a child and then how like they're constantly seeking an authority figure that will like make them feel safe. Yeah. But then sometimes that can also turn into like rebelling against authority figures if oh if they feel like they can't be trusted yeah huh so yeah and then i was also reading something interesting about like which you should read this too Mm -hmm. um on this other website about like types that your type can be mistyped as and and how you can tell them apart oh so it actually talked about how sixes and nines can sometimes be confused for each other uh-huh. And it was explaining the differences between it, though. Oh. And so that was I, was, I was starting to read through that, and that was really helpful in seeing, like, okay, no, this makes more sense. Like, these are the similarities. Yeah. But, but it talks more about the underlying mm-hmm. motivation Okay. behind it. So. And what are the core motivations? For. For a six. A six? Like, security. Security. Yeah. And the the fear is, like, being alone basically, and not having a support system. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, I that know. That is so true about you. I know. And because I was also, I think when we went into this, wasn't I saying that I thought I was a one? Yeah. And that was what? The what? The one is like the reformer, I think. The reformer. And I was reading about the one and the difference and like how it said that usually ones and sixes can sometimes be confused by other people. Like looking at you. So the reason that I thought that I might be a one is because ones have a very strong sense of like that there's a right way to do things and that you have to do it the right way. Yeah. And like hold themselves up to a very high standard of like, Mm -hmm. like things have to be done correctly. Mm -hmm. And they're, and I think that their fear is of like being bad. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, that sounds like me. But, (laughs) but the difference I think is 
it talked about how mm-hmm. ones tend to be very like confident in their decisions and in their beliefs and they're not afraid to like share that um but they're constantly trying to work toward doing everything perfectly yeah whereas the six is more like more on like the anxious side and their desire to kind of like do things the right way comes from wanting to have a sense of safety not because they know like, this is the right way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really insightful to me mm-hmm. because kind of answering the question that I asked you last week of like, well, what did I learn? Yeah. And what did you learn? Well, the thing is, like, when I was reading that, like the difference between the one and the six, I realized kind of, and I need, again, I need to like spend more time mm-hmm. before I just say, like, for sure. But mm-hmm. I think I would have described myself as like um, having this super high standard for myself and wanting to make sure I do everything right. Yeah. And that that fear of being bad, of like being morally wrong and morally bad. Mm-hmm. When I really thought about it, like the motivation, I think for me, has more to do with like the safety and security. Yeah. And less to do with like I know what's right and wrong and it has to be done this way. Uh-huh. It's more, I don't know, I would more describe it as like, I need to figure out the right thing for me to do in this situation. And so I have to like seek out help from that like support system, you know, to figure out the right thing to do. Oh, okay. As opposed to just like, oh, I already know yeah. the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I would have always described myself as somebody who has like a really strong like, moral compass and a really strong sense of like right and wrong yeah which i mean there is part of that that's true right but it's just when it was describing like the the six and how like they're so loyal to um authority and beliefs and systems that make them feel safe Mm -hmm. and i realized like oh that might actually be more of the underlying motivation than just well, here's what's right and wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was actually super fascinating to me. And again, I want to like learn more about it and mm-hmm. and just read more, like more descriptions and also more about like other people who are sixes and kind of how they would describe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back to the arrows from last week that I mentioned that um, all of us, all the numbers have arrows. Yeah. That either you um, work to get those similar attributes of that number or you run away from those uh, traits and behaviors from that number. I'm not sure if you're you know? de- describing that correctly. No? Well, because when I was reading about it, it was saying that it's more about like being healthy or unhealthy. And like when you, oh. as a number, as your type, if you are healthy, then you can sometimes move towards having traits of one number. Whereas if you are unhealthy, you can kind of, like in a way decline towards having like the negative traits of a different number okay that makes sense yeah i think that's what it means yeah yeah okay well that that's um your errors are nine and then three which i I, I guess doesn't make sense that like you were um first typed as a nine possibly right yeah Yeah. that was like the highest that was the highest Um, one yeah it kind of makes sense that it's kind of connected to the six right it does yeah that yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. And and then three, I think it's the performer. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, which I don't think that that's necessarily like you have. Well, I you do have think a little bit of some the, traits of that. I think that I, you would have to read. I think like, more about the about the three because yeah, I think we, there there read, are parts of it. Yeah, we read a lot. Uh, I read some of that stuff last week. And oh, that's right. Some of it, I think, would be like the like you're motivated to do stuff and you're like hard worker and you're in, you know i think that's mm. some of the stuff that yeah. a three has yeah um last thing i want to talk about is the wings mm-hmm. and i think that if i am a six <laughs> assuming that i am a six <laughs> i don't think that i have any wings why because when i was is that possible yeah <laughs> really yeah because when i was reading about six wing five and six wing seven they both sounded like it was taking on it was like changing 
the things about the six that are like the most true of me. Oh, and I like see. Uh, the seven and the five sound very unlike me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if I am a six, that I'm just like a very true six. Yeah. With no wings. <laughs> wow, no wings. <laughs> but yeah, but it is interesting because like I can see those elements of like the nine and the one a little bit. So it's inter- interesting to see like how those are kind of connected and how they're similar mm-hmm. and stuff. But mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's uh, that's it. That was unexpected for me, I think. Yeah, so you, are, are you going to confirm to... Confirm to- <laughs> A six now? No, I'm not going to confirm anything. <laughs> because I I feel like I'm just not... I, I still feel like I don't know enough. Okay. I kind of want to take another test. Really? <laughs> like a different one. Yeah. That's and a six see. coming out of you. But no, it's not. But <laughs> again, like, I think I've taken this test three times and gotten three different answers. You have. I think I got a four and then a one and then now a six. I mean, so, originally a nine, but yeah, a six. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. A uh, nine. That is interesting. But yeah, so I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> but also, again, like, it's not really about the test. No. Like, that's not the main, that's not the thing. That's not the be all end all. No, no. And also, I'm not sure if the test we took was that great because it didn't get either of our types correct. So. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting if we were to do this again which we won't, um, <laughs> not like on the podcast, no. but if we were to take this test and it, it, with a different uh, like program system and stuff, I wonder what our tops would be. Yeah. If, if we do, different. if we do, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, report back on the podcast, but we don't, we won't do it on the podcast. No, no. It was fun, though, I think, this journey yeah. experience. I think it was pretty cool to to take and, and to do it together. I think it was pretty cool. I think I learned a lot. Like I mentioned last week, you know, I I thought there were some cool things f- from the test. Like I thought it was cool that it describes so many little things and like the talking about the core motivation, the core fear that you have. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty accurate to... Who well, yeah, I mean, um, yeah. You should also read more from um, you should read some from the, the sites that I was looking at today too. From the college. <laughs> from the college I went to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's super interesting, and I have a lot to think about, honestly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and would you recommend this to anyone ten out, out there? Ten. No, I'm just kidding. Or what better it? question: Who would you not recommend this to? <laughs> what? Do you yeah. have somebody in mind? I don't know. No, I think, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Yeah. I think it, it's really interesting. And like I said, like I actually, I never said this part. I consider myself to be pretty self-aware. More <laughs> like more than you. <laughs> what? <laughs> more than you. Um, I almost mentioned that when we were starting last week. Like, I don't think that you're the most self-aware person. I think that you're moderately, not like super not self-aware. But what do you think? Self-aware of what? Self-aware. So of what? Aware of yourself. Like, you don't know what self-aware means? Describe it to me. <laughs> Are you just being funny? No, I'm not being funny. Not everything self-aware. I say is funny. <laughs> I know that's true. Um, being self-aware means that you're very aware of, like, your own personality, your traits, your, like, quirks, your, um, like, the, the things that you do and the way that you are. I think so. I'm mildly. <laughs> mildly? Yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't think that you're the most self-aware, but I think that you're somewhat. But, but anyway, anyway, my point was just saying that I consider myself to be a pretty self-aware person, like yeah. on the more extreme end of self-awareness. Yeah. And so I was surprised to discover and kind of like really think about that, the core motivation of mm-hmm. security. Mm-hmm over like that's not what i would have described as my core motivation no and i think actually when we were taking the test you mentioned something about like the security how that was something very important to you and actually yeah when it was your turn you said that was like a two right um for oh, yeah. when it came down to security stuff and right? i think you said oh really 
Yeah, or and so like that. I didn't know that, and and now it makes sense that like that's a motivation of yours. Yeah, well, I didn't know that, and I'm not just basing this off of like the test because obviously no. that's not the result I got. But right. as I was reading about it, I was like, oh. And, and uh, if you were to ask, like, how is this test like help us in like just regular day to day life and marriage and everything not like, the test think, not the test sorry the results and stuff like i think the that, types yeah that the the types i think that it made us like you it made you aware that like well security is a, is a high priority in your life mm. and here's why and i think that's very cool because now like i'm aware of that and now i know like well what's something that you would love to to ha- like for for me to do you know in order to make you think that belief that like i'm putting you in like the things you, you care about like in the high priority yeah you know? yeah so i think that that's very important yeah um that's very true and so i think that i would recommend this to like anybody you could definitely apply this in your day-to-day life and like for example with this like now we know okay well how could i then make this a better secure house um place you know yeah and i don't think it, it means like physical physical security see that's another thing i was going to mention is that sometimes i think it's interesting like emotionally as well i guess you need to feel like secure like am i do i have the people whenever i'm going to fall or cry or whatever do i have the people around me that are going to be supportive and that they're going to be solid exactly that's exactly it and And, and obviously i i knew that yeah i think even before this taking the test yeah like sometimes it's interesting because Obviously, like, there's nine of these types. And so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people in the world that have to fall into each category for it to be true. Sometimes when I'm reading it, sometimes when, like, when you're reading it, it's hard to imagine, like, okay, well, what exactly does that mean? Because, like, security, it can mean different things. That's true. But it's, like, the motivation the underlying motivation is still, like, to feel secure. But for me, it isn't as much, like, I don't think, like, physical, f- physical security. No. And I think that is that is kind of, that it was referring more to, like, emotional security, yeah. you know? For a lot of people, it could mean, like, more financial, more than emotional. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And what, uh, one thing I didn't tell you, actually, that I think you might think is interesting is it mentioned that, like, one of the biggest... Um, fears and like nightmares kind of for a six is it it like put this in quotes of like how a six would be thinking of like oh no i'm on my own again what am i gonna do now Mm -hmm. and that really is interesting because how many times have i said like well i just feel like i'm alone yeah like i feel like i'm alone i feel like yeah um who's gonna help me with this yeah like who's going to yeah like do this for me Mm -hmm. And, and like that sounds silly, but like it's also it is helpful. Like that's how I was feeling in the moment, you know. Yeah. And it's helpful to kind of read that like sentiment, you know, reflected back to me of like, oh, mm-hmm. this is something that a lot of people do experience, mm-hmm. and it's not as like irrational, right? You know, as maybe it seems in the moment, but like that that is just a a kind of core like fear, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> but yeah, uh, to answer your question, I do recommend it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's just, um, I definitely think it's not just like a quick answer. Like, And I think that's part of the reason why it's taken me so long to actually like investigate and like invest in it. Yeah. Because it's not just like sit down, take a test, and then boom, here's your answer. Yeah. And here's everything you need to know about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it is fairly nuanced and there's lots of like things to learn and discover. And it's not just, it's not like an introvert extrovert type of no. test where it's just a, a little more, you know, black and white. So, yeah, I think that, uh, I think it's good to be skeptic about this uh, because I think with those questions that you have, I think that you are going to find yourself. You oh, know? you're saying I'm being skeptical about the Enneagram? <laughs> yeah, you were. You were like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure about this or that. Yeah. But anyway, so I think that it's good to ask those questions and raise those questions. Um, I, I think that's part of the journey. And through that journey, you're going to find yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. 
right? So I hope you all had a fun in this little mini series. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, that was good. Uh, we had fun. So I hope you all had fun listening to this <laughs> or thought certain things were fascinating and stuff. So, uh, yeah. So this is pretty much the time where we just say goodbye. So long. Farewell. And that is it. So thank you so much again for listening and just supporting us with your downloads, with your listens, with your ears, supporting us and hearing our words. <laughs> with your ears, yeah. Thank you so much for um, for your ears and uh, your fingers as well <laughs> for uh, finding us and clicking on, on us and uh, downloading all that stuff. So uh, we will see you next week when we discuss something I don't know. I don't know what's the next topic I had, but it's going to be a good one, I think. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And take it away, Savannah. And as Dolly Parton says, find out who you are and do it on purpose. See you (sighs) next time. See you next time. What? I don't know. What was that about? <laughs> She's Dolly Parton. Yeah, she is a two like you. I know. So that's why I quoted her. No, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> you sound really glad. <laughs> what? Because you don't like Dolly Parton? I guess. Who? Okay, if you had to go to a concert and it was either going to be Dolly Parton or Reba, who would you choose? Neither. No, I said if you had to. If I had to? Yeah. Would you rather listen to Dolly Parton or Reba? How do they sound like? Well, Dolly Parton is like, working nine to five, what a way to make a living. I think you would like Dolly Parton more, like just her music. And then what does Reba sound like? (laughs) Here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. (laughs) Can I hear Dolly Parton again? (laughs) Stop. (laughs) I would... I would probably no. I think I've heard of Dolly Parton. Like, I mean, I've I've, I've heard her. <laughs> yeah, nine um, to five. I've never heard that song. What about? Yes, you have. Working nine to five. You've never heard that song. Uh uh-uh. uh. What about Jolene? Jolene. That, that's only one. Jolene. Jolene. That's Dolly Parton. Yeah. I like that one. I think yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be down to go to Dolly Parton. You would like. Her, yeah, that's concert. what I'm saying. You like her music more. I know you're not a huge fan of her voice. Right? Yeah, and that's what music is. No, 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 but her music, like her songs. Like, if you heard her songs performed like just, by someone else, oh, you would like it. Yeah. It's yeah. just her voice you're not a huge fan of. Or Reba's. I know, I know. But, yeah, Reba, I don't think you would like her music as much. I think No. Reba is, like, true country. Yeah. And Dolly Parton definitely is true country, but she, I think she had a little more crossover um, success mm-hmm. with, like, pop music, you know? Who? Dolly Parton. Really? Yeah. I cannot I, believe you've never heard 9 to 5. It's in like you know every movie. I, I've, I've heard her sing in that one uh, For Canadian Country song. But I <laughs> oh, skip yeah. it every time. Like I forgot about that. Yeah. That's so funny that she collabed with them. Yeah. and But are you telling me, hang on, you've never heard that song. Working 9 to 5, what a way to make a living. You've no, never heard that. No. What? Sorry. Wow. Wow. We live different worlds. I know. It's true. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what her other like famous songs are. That, Jolene. I know she has others that are yeah. really famous and you've probably heard of them. Yeah. Hang on. Let me see if you know any other Dolly Parton songs. Savannah just shared with me the, the song and uh, I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Working 9 to 5 song. Uh, so yeah, I would, I would, I would pick Dolly Parton mm-hmm. over Reba all day now. <laughs> anyway, let's go get ice cream.